0: Well, hey there, this is Figuring Out Forever with Shannon. Thank you so much for joining my podcast. It's definitely been a while. It's been since January and here we are in April. And I took time off for those of you that know me, which really everybody that listens to my podcast knows me. I lost my mother on January 23rd. And so it has been... um, you know, we've been dealing with life. And so, um, my podcast today is definitely about, uh, being an only child dealing with grief is not going to be super. I don't think it's going to be sad because I try, I'm just going to talk about, I'm just going to talk today. I think that's, that's good. That's healthy sometimes. Um, and that's where I am with my life. I do have some podcast episodes coming up with interviews. We have one coming up with a very good friend of mine, Shade calvarice. she's um going to be sharing about um child abuse child care abuse advocacy um returning back to school. she's working on her. PhD, she returned back to school as an adult and being a wife and a mother and dealing with that. So we have um, some people coming up with fashion tips. We have some money advice. We have a whole lot of stuff coming up. I started back, you know, getting into the routine of things with life, Um, you know, but so that's where I am. The world today is just as crazy today as it was back in January. We hopefully are on the other side of the pandemic. Things are opening up. Um, world is opening back up. Businesses are opening back up. People are going back to work. And here we are still dealing with life. Things have changed. Zoom is a permanent, I believe a permanent part of life now. Telehealth, telemedicine, that's a permanent part of life. So some things like that, I think made a change for the benefit of humanity, mankind, you know, we got the war in Ukraine, which the U.S. is not involved in, hopefully won't be involved in because, you know, as much as you pray for those people, it's like, you know, y'all know it's, it's life, right? It's the world. The Grammys were on last night. Me, I was totally underwhelmed. Um, that's just my opinion. You know, they still talking about the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing nothing to do with me when you put all the millionaires in the room they can figure out their own problems we're just average working class people trying to make it and so again my podcast today I'm back you know it has been a crazy year and so I'm just going to be sharing I'm an only child my name is Shannon Johnson Shannon Booth Johnson if you listen to me I'm sure you know me because you know it's just a podcast of friends and family and my mother Sharon Booth passed away on January 23rd at the age of 73. Um, My mom was my best friend. I will really say, I don't think I realized that as much until she passed. Well, until she got sick and we couldn't talk every day because like most only children, probably especially girls and their mothers, we talked a couple times a day. You know, um, she had a a strong personality. So there were some times that I'm like, oh my gosh. And her strong personality definitely shaped me to not really have too much of a strong personality, but kind of just be, I would say, easygoing. I think I have a personality a lot like my dad in most instances. Um, but my mom was a teacher for almost 30 years. She was a special education teacher. She um, was a phenomenal musician. Um, one of the few black people in her day who was classically trained, you know, so my mom grew up in Nashville, Tennessee um, in the 50s and 60s. And so um, it wasn't a lot of black people back then who were classically trained, but she loved music. She loved the piano. My grandmother said she started playing the piano around the age of three in her grandparents' home. They had a piano. And so she just took off with music. She went to Fisk University in Tennessee State in Nashville and eventually graduated from Delaware State Um, She was raised by a wonderful mother, my grandmother, who is 93 and still alive um, and, and really recovering and doing well. Because I think if you uh, take care of yourself, I think you will definitely live a long life these days. And we always joke, me and my dad joke, um, my father is still alive, doing very well, but we always joke that my grandmom will never miss a doctor's appointment. And my mom would always say she would be the one sitting in the doctor's office. Like if she called and they didn't have an appointment, I call her Nana. Nana will go sit in there. And I think that it has attributed a lot to her long life and um, you know being 93 and being pretty much coherent. She has her moments. She's 90 but pretty much aware and coherent living by herself and driving up until 92 um so you know great long life um and my mom was uh raised by an amazing man johnny c johnson my grandfather and her biological father Arbor williams also another amazing man she was blessed in her life um and then my dad Fred Booth, who is like phenomenal. And so um, my mom's journey, you know, was pretty much like a lot of people. Um, Eventually she passed away from cancer and the cancer overtook her. And, you know, it is so important that we as ladies get our mammograms. My mom had breast cancer 38 years ago and overcame it. And honestly, I believe would have overcome it this time. But um, I think fear crept in and fear coupled with the pandemic. You know, you feel a lump and then you you, see, you can't go get mammograms and then you get worried. And then you, um, unfortunately, you know, the type of cancer it was, it was extremely treatable, but it was also very aggressive. And so um, the way that I've been dealing with it is I... I appreciate every single moment. Now, I don't want you to think like I'm a a, a wall and I don't cry and have emotions because I remember as my mother, seeing my mom get sick, if I take it back, seeing my mom get sick. And again, if you can't, you know, if you're dealing with grief or you can't hear this, I completely understand. This is a part of what I go through in my head, what I talk about, what I write, what I pray about. But I started seeing my mom go down about a year before she passed. And Um, we were taking her to the doctor and they were talking about depression. And I'm like, my mom has always been like upbeat. You know, I don't see this as depression. And so I can't tell you enough. Maybe that's what I should really talk about as black people, how there is a huge disparity in healthcare. You know, we come from a background of educators. I'm a public school teacher. My mom um, is a teacher. My dad retired military. My husband um, is in corporate America. So we have no medical background in our family you know, intelligent people, but no medical background. And so when I look back on it now, my mom had all the signs of a heart failure and cancer, every single sign. And when you think, think about disparities with African-Americans, it's like they were trying to push Zoloff off on somebody who is essentially dying of cancer, you know? And so I look at that and it's extremely frustrating because I think back to June when I was taking her to the doctor. And so now I'm realizing that, you know, we truly have to advocate for ourselves, Once I got connected to the right people and started advocating, it was honestly too little, too late. It was probably like three weeks before she passed and it was just spiraling out of control. And so, um, I don't beat myself up over that because I know that's the trick of the enemy because the enemy will have you thinking you didn't do enough or you should have done this. Um, but I thank God for the 73 years that we had, like I truly thank God. And so for me, what helps is Number one, I think being an only child kind of helps. Growing up, I hated being an only child. I was like, I want siblings. I want people I can hang out with, talk to, fight with, go places with. I see the interaction of my children, of my husband and his family, and just about everybody I know. But I will tell you how being an only child in this season has benefited me with grief. Only children, um, we are extremely resilient because we have to be, not because we want to be, but because we have to be. We're very resourceful because we have to be, not necessarily because we want to be. And so in this season, um, I've learned to absolutely trust Jesus, but rely on my own strength. And so as an only child, you know, people always say, oh, it's funny because you, you play by yourself and stuff. But I've been able to talk myself Through this, I was telling somebody just about every day I listened to recordings of my mom, and I knew she was very sick in the end. The doctors, she was never given like two weeks, three months, it was never that. In fact, um, her organs never failed, they never called in hospice. Um, But as somebody with common sense, I saw a quick decline coming, so I started recording her and taking pictures of her. And what I realized is throughout life, I really had missed so many opportunities to take pictures. I have like a million pictures of my kids and just my kids, but the other people that are important in my life, I've missed opportunities. And so now I take as many pictures, but near the end, like the last couple of months, couple of weeks, I really just started taking pictures and stuff. Um, you know, and I'm so glad I did. So I listen to them and I look at them and anytime I get sad or frustrated, I realize that she would have not wanted to stay in the state that she was in that sick season. Um, that wasn't her. And so I go back and I look and I thank God that she didn't stay there. When we found out how sick my mom was, my prayer was that God would allow her to not have pain because I've heard of stories and I've seen people who battle with illnesses and have a lot of pain. And I can tell you up until the last day that I spoke to my mother, which was the day before The day she went on the ventilator, Um, I spoke to her, like I said, multiple times all day, every day. She was in no pain. And so I thank God that he's a keeper, man. Like, he truly is a keeper. And in this season, all I can tell you is that the relationship that I had with Jesus prior to my mother's passing has been the only thing that sustained me through this. Because the weight of this um as she was literally transitioning it felt like it was weight on my chest and i was like oh my gosh god like how how am i physically gonna get through this you know i was like i don't want like i don't want to pass out like what's going on and he is a sustainer you know and my grandmother and i just held each other and cried and then my husband and my dad were with her when she passed and we all just held each other and cried and here we are you know it'll be three months on the 23rd of this month And God has given us tremendous strength. I sang at my mom's funeral, y'all. Like when I was planning the the program with my husband, I was like, I'm going to sing. That's my plan. But I don't know if it's really going to happen. But the strength of Jesus just ran through that place. And um, I thank God for using me. And so since my mom has passed, I have just really decided that everything I do in life, everything, I wanted to give God glory because time is so short and it's so precious that I just want to make sure that when he looks down, he's proud of me, that he's happy to say, like, I'm really trying, like I'm truly trying. So I just want to take as many pictures. And I always say smile, but smile as much as I can be around people as much as I can take moments to not be around people when I need to regroup when I need to refocus, but just be absolutely grateful that he still sees fit to have me here and use me. And so if you're going through grief, understand that people always tell me it comes in waves and it does It does. You have your moments. Um, I was at a, my mom um, was the AKA and I was at the cotillion um, this past weekend and they were singing a song. And my daughter said, they sang that at, um, she calls her Nama, at Nama's funeral. And I'm sitting at this table with our gowns on face beat everything and tears start going down my face and I was like this is the the waves that people talk about and you know um you have a choice like do I just all out full out cry or do I hear my mom saying get it together get it together and so um I heard my mom saying get it together and of course I got it together but um you know so that's where I am that's where this this year has been so far and in the midst of this, y'all, God is still great. He's still merciful. He's still good. He's still sovereign and he's still gracious. And um, I, I'm just so blessed to be here. And so that's that's what I'm doing. I believe in therapy. I've made my therapy appointment. I have not been yet, um, but I write to my mother. I talk to my mother every single day. I listen to her voicemails just about every day and look at her pictures every single day. And for me that helps me get through it. Sometimes I even play her voicemails in the car and pretend I'm talking back to them because it gives me comfort. But the best comfort I know is that she believed in Jesus. Uh, I, always, I joked even at a funeral. My mom might not have known scriptures, but she knew hymns. And she would get up and say, pass me not, oh gentle savior. You know, and just like every relationship, we had our ups and we had our downs. We were probably very opposite, very much alike, but also... Very opposite, you know. Um, and I didn't always appreciate her honesty and her strong personality, and she didn't always appreciate, as she called me, a flower child and my flightiness, as she said. But I will tell you what, that woman was my absolute best friend, and I'm blessed and grateful that she was my mother. And so, that's it, that's where I've been. These past three months, that's how I've been getting through it. Uh, And when I sang at her funeral, I remember I said, I'll probably never be able to sing at a funeral again. And unfortunately, I've sang it three since she passed. Because what I saw on the news also is that... aside from COVID, like an additional four to five hundred thousand people have died as a result of not getting the health care they needed, whether that has been illness, physical illness or mental illness or drug abuse or anything like that. It's been so many. So since she passed us three funerals that I've sang at that, I really did not think I would even be able to sing at them. But God is a restorer. And I'm just grateful that he gave me a gift and that He allows me to use it. So love everybody that God has put in your life. Be a blessing to people. Spend as much time as you can with people. Take pictures. Cry when you need to cry. Mourn when you need to mourn. Um, Smile. You know, the Bible says to mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. And if you don't know Jesus, get to know him now. Because that's been a blessing through all of this. That has been what has kept me is the fact that I knew him prior to the storm. So in the midst of the storm, he's been a keeper. You know the song, I told the storm to pass. Like I can truly say, I've been sitting in the middle of the storm and he's just been keeping us and keeping us and keeping us and keeping us. And so my my heart and my prayer is with anybody that's grieving and mourning, whether it, you know, you're mourning somebody who passed away 20 years ago 20 minutes ago, um, there, is, there is peace on the other side. That's been what I've been praying for, just peace. And God has been blessing me with peace. And he'll keep on blessing me with peace. And what I realized, man, as I'm 43, the older I get, the more I will deal with death. Because it is a part of life. And there's no... There's no way around it. We will all cross that one day. We will all make that journey one day. yo. And I do want to say this because I know it's like it was a show on Netflix about like the, uh, the medium and stuff. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Right. I was missing my mom so much, you know, because I was like, I felt like it was we missed time. You know, obviously, I know we didn't. It was all God's timing and God ordained but let me tell y'all something that medium stuff that is not of God I'm gonna give you the scripture to that though um that's witchcraft anybody that calls on or riles up you know the dead that's a spirit do not get caught up in that don't listen to no mediums don't believe in channeling your answer that is not of God. And you need to be very mindful of what you invite into your space and allow to sit in your house because then when when hell starts breaking out all around you and you wonder why it's those little things that burn in sage, man, listen, y'all, I didn't plan on going there with this, but I'm telling you because even as a Christian and a believer, for a moment, I was like, I was just gonna watch the show. I was never gonna call a medium. I don't think, but that's what the enemy does. you know it starts with something small and then it builds and it grows, but that is not of God. I did say, God, can you allow me to see my mother in my dreams and he's been blessing me and my children you know to have dreams about her, you know um but I'm not calling those spirits and and all that and no you know i have the peace of god and i know that she knew jesus i know that absolutely she trusted and believed in jesus that's all she ever believed in me i studied all types of religions looking for peace and the divine truth and stuff my mom the bible jesus god the holy spirit that was it so i said i know sharon booth made it into heaven and so my peace comes in knowing that we will one day be again and we'll be together forever Because we know the truth, we know Jesus, and we know our promise and our eternal life is with him. But don't get caught up in that stuff, y'all. Do not get caught up in that stuff. Don't believe it. Don't believe the hype. And that's all I can tell you. So be on the lookout. We have more podcasts coming. Um, However you cope, whatever you do, know that you're not the only one that's going through it. Um, I was leaving the cemetery probably last week. And uh the first time I went to the cemetery, it was for me very hard. I know people who said they've never been um I know some people said they go every day, but the first time I mean, I literally laid face on the ground because I wanted to be as close to her, and I was broken down um and since then, I've gone by myself a couple of times and The last time I was by myself and left, I was praying as I was driving out and I heard my mom say, now go live, go do everything that God has ordained you to do. Put your foot on the gas and don't stop till you get it done. And so that's what I challenge you and charge to you. Run whatever he's gifted you to do, whatever um, vision is in your heart, whatever purpose is in your heart, man, run after that thing because life is, life isn't short. But there's no guarantee that tomorrow on this side will happen for you. And so if he has a plan for me to accomplish X, Y, and Z, I'm going to make sure that on my end, I do everything I can to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Because the way I know Jesus, especially now, and the doors that I've seen him open, and the way I felt him love me, and the way I I felt him keep me, I just pray that that peace just runs throughout anybody that's mourning, that's struggling. I don't have the answers most days a lot of stuff doesn't make sense to me but the one thing I do know is that he is real and he's available and so thank you for listening thank you for letting me share my heart Uh, I I said at the funeral I remember when my mom was transitioning like I said she's a musician I'm a singer and I still speak in present tense because I say my mom loves me because she's not dead so I know she loves me um and so we knew that it was nearing the hour. And like I said, I was in there and then I left out the closer it was getting to the transition. I physically just, I I couldn't take it. And so my husband FaceTimed me and he was there with her and I had prayed and I said, God, I know that you'll do your part on your side. I know that the angels of heaven will receive her and I know that she'll be in your presence. And so on this side, I'm going to sing her in. And so I sang total praise as she was the, the moments that she was transitioning. And I thank God that a peace ran through me. My mom was already resting. She was at peace. It was no struggles. She was at peace. But um, I just thank God. I thank God that he's real. I thank God that he's a keeper. And I thank God that he seeks me out and he sought me out and that he, he seeks you out. And so I pray that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, that it just rests with you, that it truly rests with you. And so from Figuring Out Forever and Shannon Johnson, thank you for listening to this podcast. Like it, share it, comment, and look out for our next ones. Bye-bye.